come here, coach, we got to fix your profits. <laughs> if that makes you laugh because you're like, what profits? <laughs> then we need to talk. That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. You need to start seeing some profits in your business. You need to start seeing some revenue offsetting those expenses for you to really get traction in your business. And today I'm going to talk to you about really practical steps to do that. Even if it feels like you're drowning right now, this is kind of where you start. Hi, my name is Ina Kuveni. I'm a business coach and I specialize in monetizing tiny audiences. And I'm the host of this, the Global Phenomenon Podcast, where I interview the top coaches in the world about their true startup story. And every other week, I come here and give you a little bit of wisdom, especially if you have a small audience, because this is really what I know how to do, is to monetize the audience that I already have. I've been able to do that over the past five years in my business with a small audience. I still don't have a big audience. Uh, I actually made it to six figures in my business even before I had a thousand followers on Instagram. And I really believe that everybody can do it if we start focusing on the right things. And one of the big ones is this revenue piece. Now I'm going to start here by saying, I am not a CPA. I'm not even a financial advisor or a finance coach at all. So please make sure that you're getting the right help for this. Get yourself a CPA, get yourself a financial advisor, get yourself a financial coach. I am not one of those. What I am is a business owner, a business coach online, and I have gotten a few things right when it comes to making money in my business. And I'm just here to share my experience from a purely anecdotal basis. Uh, but I'm going to be phrasing it, you know, in steps that you can take. Please do not take any steps unless you have conducted your due diligence with an actual finance professional, okay? This is all just information for your ears, but please not to be taken as legal advice. All right, so why don't we start with what assumptions am I making about you right now? Just so you know if you should listen to the rest of this episode. I am making the assumption that you are a coach and that you have had some clients. Maybe you haven't had consistent clients yet. Maybe sometimes some months you have a great success, right? Some months look amazing, but some months look like crickets, like money is not coming in. And you are actually having it make finding it difficult to offset any debt that you already have with the expenses from running the business with the fact that your income is still not recurring the fact that your income is still not predictable and that you find yourself just kind of carving yourself into a hole more more times than not if that fits your profile then this episode is for you. And let me see, I actually wrote down notes. <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm I'm not, I'm not reading off of the notes, uh, but I wrote this for a reason. So I said, assumptions that I'm making, uh, you are paying for accounts, subscriptions, memberships, right? You have some expenses in your business already. Um, I'm assuming that you are currently in debt and you're hoping that it will all work out someday, right? If you continue to getting yourself into debt, at some point, things will work and you'll be able to pay off that debt, right? Um, finally, another assumption that I wrote on here in my notes, I, don't, I wanna make sure I don't miss, is that you tend to live in financial anxiety. Maybe not all day, every day, but 
every day, right? You do feel like, you know what, these finances really have to work out and you are feeling the strain of it not working out yet. If any of that sounds right to you, then this is probably a great episode for you to listen to. So why don't we start with, I'm going to tell you, I went from negative thousands of dollars in my business. Like the first three years in my business, uh, 2018, 2019, and 2020, I was in the red. And I was so in the red, you would be looking at that and be like, this this doesn't even make sense, right? And the reason it didn't make sense is because I was actually making money in my business. I was actually getting clients. I was filling my programs. I was hiring people. I was firing people. I was getting the right help. I was making money. That year, 2020, I made the most money I had ever made in my entire business career since I started my first business back in 2011. And yet, I was negative thousands of dollars every month. And I I was really angry at myself. If you've been following me for a little while, you may have gotten an email from me in December of 2020. And if you've been in my list for that long, go back and check it. Because I sent an email out to my audience that was an angry email. And it wasn't at them. I was really angry at myself. I couldn't believe I was in this position. And I decided that I could not listen to another guru telling me that I needed to continue to invest in my business for things to work. It just clicked in my mind, finally, that the reason people were telling me, hey, you need to keep investing is because they wanted me to be comfortable buying their stuff, right? This is one of those things that you learn as you become a marketer, as you become part of this marketing culture. You realize why are people telling you what they're telling you? Right? And I, I always strive for coming here to this podcast and coming to my social media and telling you why you are hearing the advice that you're hearing from people. Because there is a reason. Yes, everybody has a great program that I'm sure would change lives. The reality is that for most programs out there, a certain percentage of people are not even going to open it. A certain percentage of people are not even going to go through it. A certain percentage of people are going to go through it and get success. And a certain percentage is going to go through it and not find success. This is statistically speaking across the board. If you hear anybody telling you, hey, we have a 100% success rate with our clients, you know that's just a lie or it's fudge math, right? They probably are giving you, this is 100% of people who went through the program and who gave us testimonials, right? That's a hundred percent but the reality is that things happen a little bit differently in the real world so when anybody's telling you you need to keep investing because investing I know it's scary but you gotta be able to do it the reason they're telling you that is because they are currently launching something and they want you to feel comfortable paying for it that's it now I'm not vilifying them I'm not being like those bastards and why are they doing that? There is nothing wrong with helping people through their limiting beliefs at all. I don't fault them. In fact, I may have even helped my clients invest in my programs. Like that is totally fine. What is not okay is for you who's listening to this right now to take information at face value, to not really think through it, to not really to to not read between the lines and to be uh, persuaded into doing something that maybe you were not comfortable doing. Maybe you didn't really want to do it. You just felt like 
if you said no, that person or that coach or that guru would think less of you, right? Or maybe you think that if you don't go through with it, people will think or you will judge yourself for not being serious enough about your business because you decided not to invest and you decided to prioritize something else. Those things are not okay. That's a type of bullying in a way. What you need to make sure of is that whatever you're listening to, don't judge it. Don't judge it. Don't put it on that person. Why is that person saying those things to me? What you need to do is look at yourself and say, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I hear that you think I should invest and that's fine by you. But is it fine by me? Is this something that I really want to do? Is this really where I believe my future is? Is this something that I'm going to take full advantage of and that is totally worth every penny to me because I am going to be in a really good mindset space to take full advantage of it? How many times have you and I signed up for programs that we were just not in the right mindset to invest our time and resources and energy into it? There was a point back in 2020, in fact, where I was invested in, get this, seven different programs to the point that I, I, I took one of those uh, flipboard flip charts and I put it on my wall and I put the names of every single program on that, on that wall. And I said, okay, every day I'm going to do a little bit of each one. I was kidding myself. And I counted, I'm like, I'm in seven programs and I'm trying to reap the benefits of seven programs. Really? Is that my life? Who did that? Not the people who were selling those programs, for sure. But I was doing it to myself. So if we're here to learn anything, the first thing I need to tell you is that you are the CEO. Do not let anybody make those decisions for you. And don't judge everybody else. There will be people out there who will say whatever they need to say to get the sale. That is okay. That is their prerogative. That is their first amendment right under the U.S. Constitution to sell whatever they want in whatever way they want. The question is, are you putting yourself in a position of power in terms of where you spend your time, your energy, and your money? So I'm going to leave you with that so that I can move on. <laughs> That's not exactly what I wanted to talk to you about today. But it's so important. It's so important that we start by acknowledging, are we investing in what we really want or are we investing out of fear? So that's where I came from at the end of 2020. I was so angry at myself. I was not angry at the coaches. I was not angry at the programs. They were all doing their job. They were all putting their best foot forward to help as many people as possible. I just wasn't one of them. So that's a point when I decided things need to change. And I'm going to walk through a few of the decisions that I made back then, which made 2021 be my most profitable year ever. And I also got profits in 2022, but I did not see as big a change as I did from 2020 to 2021 when I started putting these things in place. 2021, I was 30% profitable and it was amazing and it felt amazing. And now I am in that boat where it's time to really take a look at finances again. These things work in a cycle, right? We do great and then we don't and then we do great and when we don't. So I am actually in this era of my business. Where I'm like, okay, let's take a look at our finances one more time. Let's make sure that all of these things are in place. And that's the things that I wanted to share with you today. If you want to be profitable in your business, 
These are the things that I encourage you to do. Why don't we start? There's four points just so that you can follow along with me. These are the four steps you need to do to fix your profits this year. Okay, are you ready? Let's start with number one. Set the specific and time-bound goal. Let's pause right here because, you guys, I am not a great goal-setting person. <laughs> I'm a great, like, project manager. I love to take a goal, break it up into tasks, assign a date. Like, I can do all that stuff. Like, that's great. That's like scratching an itch for me. But for some reason, setting an actual, measurable, time-bound goal has, has been something that has eluded me, something that has been difficult for me to grasp and to actually sit down and do. So recently, I started to kind of change my ways and say, you know what? I'm not just going to leave it up to the universe <laughs> to say, hey, bring me more clients. Instead, I'm going to say, I need, and I'm going to work towards getting five new clients every month right? And that number will differ depending on where you are in your business. But I had not really put my business into those terms before. I've always been one of those people that work out of inspiration, right? That if I'm doing all the right things, then the right things are going to happen for me. But setting goals has been very difficult for me because, uh, and this will speak to my limiting beliefs, I don't want to set myself up for, for disappointment, not even for failure. I fail all the time. I fail on a daily basis. I probably failed three times today already. So failure doesn't scare me. It's af I'm afraid of disappointing myself. I'm afraid of hurting my own feelings. So when I set a goal, to me, up until this point, it has been like, why would I do that to myself? Why would I say, hey, five clients per month, and then every month, I need to measure up, otherwise I'll be disappointed. It's like, why would I do that to myself? That has always been my mentality. This is how I'm changing things because I cannot, I cannot tell you that I have sorted out how to stop disappointing myself. It's going to be one of those things that I just, you know, buckle down and just start being a grown-up <laughs> about disappointment and just realize that, yes, I'm going to disappoint myself sometimes and just, just whatever it is it is. But I realized that in order for me to actually get five new clients a month, I actually need to do certain things. But how do I know which things I need to do and which things are working if I don't have that particular goal? So that is the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do is I need you to know what is the specific time-bound goal that you have? And I mean, not just in terms of getting clients or anything. I'm talking specifically about your finances. So a good example for this step would be, I would like to get out of debt in the next 12 months. That is what I mean. There's your goal. Debt equals zero. And there's your time-bound metric in 12 months. So the next steps that I'm going to guide you through, number two, number three, number four, are going to be directly related to how do you make that happen. But before we can, I can tell you how to make that happen, how to get yourself out of debt in 12 months, I need you to have that goal straight. I need you to really look at your finances through a hard lens and say, this is what I need. I need to reduce my debt or I need to make this much more money, or like, what is it? What is your goal? What is your goal? How much money do you want to be making each month? That is where you start so that everything you do is working towards that goal. Are you with me? So that's number one. 
setting the specific and time-bound goal of what you want. Number two, are you writing this down? Number two, immediately, as soon as you set that goal, you got to stop the bleeding. What do I mean by that? You got to make sure that your recurring revenue is meeting your recurring expenses, responsibilities, right? What that means is that whatever money I am making every month needs to be able to cover my monthly expenses, okay? And this is kind of where we start to take care of that profit margin. And by the way, if you have not read the book, Profit First, I'm going to recommend it right now to you. I've even given this book away as gifts, as raffle prizes in my challenges before, because it is a really impactful book. You will never see finances in the same way again. Uh, so go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash Profit First. It will take you straight into the audiobook. And it does help me out when you use my affiliate links. So really, thank you so much. If you heard about it first here, or if you just want to support me, that's all you do. The, the Global Phenomenon the glab uh, the global phenomenon.com slash profit first will take you there i also put the link right here under the resources okay so thank you so much for that so let's keep talking about the expenses you gotta take a really hard look at where your money is going every month and i know this is not easy to do it took me a while to actually get around to doing it i used to do this for my personal finances before I got married. I was very meticulous about it. I was really judicious and responsible about it. And after I got married, you know, I saw that my husband had a much better system for keeping track of finances and he takes care of it. So I, I haven't had to do it. So when I ha when I started my business, I I was just out of practice. I was like, yeah, if I want to pull a report, I can. So what's the point? I didn't really think about it much until I started to get myself into trouble in 2020 with all of my debt. And starting August of 2020, I have kept track. That means punching into a spreadsheet every single piece of income, every fee, every expense, every refund, every affiliate payment, everything goes into this spreadsheet where I keep track of every single thing. And it has really helped me because in that first year, I discovered that I had been paying for two Canva accounts that I didn't realize I was paying for double accounts because I would just see the Canva charge and think, oh yeah, I have a Canva account and move on and not realize that less than a year later I was getting charged again because I wasn't keeping track of things. I also realized I was paying for two hosting accounts, for two web hosting accounts because of some projects that I did earlier in the business, like two years earlier. But I saw the charge, it made sense and I moved on and I never realized I was getting double charged every year. So you really need to start looking at your finances every single day and make sure you know and you are fully aware of what's coming in and out. So when you write that list of all of your monthly expenses, take a look at how much money has been reliably coming in every month. If you can't make that, that comparison in a just and fair way, if you can't see that your revenue is actually offsetting your expenses, it's time to start cutting some expenses, okay? And that, this is a hard decision to make. I had to cut out a whole bunch of tools I wasn't really using to the full extent of its capabilities. Like I used to have an account and I was even an affiliate for a company called Bomb Bomb. And like, like, like a bomb, like a bomb that explodes, Bomb 
bomb. Uh, and it was a great tool that would allow me to send personal videos by email to people. And they were very cute and they were great. But I'm like, I don't really need to pay a monthly fee for this. I can just send people videos, personal videos by email manually. I don't have a large audience. With a small audience, I can afford to not systematize every single thing and really not spend, not, not, I don't need to save myself that time. Uh, yes, it would be great to use more tools, but if I'm looking to cut expenses, that's kind of where I start with things that have a workaround. So that's what you need to do. Go back, make sure that everything you're paying for is something you absolutely need. If you don't absolutely need it, don't worry, cancel it now and you can always join up later. The other part of the equation of getting your revenue to cover your expenses is not just to get rid of expenses. It's not just to bring your lunch to work. It's not just canceling every account that you're not using. The other side of the equation is to make more money. It's not just about reducing costs. You also need to be able to make more money to cover those costs. So there's a question for you. How many clients do you need every month? You got to figure that out so you can start working towards that goal. And by the way, if you need help with this, if you have a small audience and you've been struggling to get clients, this is the one thing that I have been able to do really well over the past five years in my business is monetizing the audience that I already have. So if you would like to join us inside Get Clients First membership, our next coaching call is probably within the next couple of weeks. We meet on the first and the third Thursdays of every month and I give you a hot seat. We discuss your business. We discuss what is keeping you back. We discuss what are the things that are stopping you from getting more clients and I give you my entire course on how to get clients with a small audience and these techniques work they do work and it is a membership which means that you pay $200 a month and you can cancel at any time there is no other premium coaching program that will give you that much value and that much individual attention for this small cost and because it's a membership you can cancel at any time. So come and join us next month so you can have your hot seat in, the, in our next group coaching call and I would love to help you get traction with this. So that is the other part of the equation is you have to increase your revenue. If you're stuck here, I can help. Just go to joingetclientsfirst.com or click on the link in the show notes below. The link is also most likely on my Instagram. So if you're following me there, I'm on Instagram at Ina Coveney. And just remember that Coveney ends in E-Y. All right, Ina Coveney. Okay, so that is kind of point number two. You got to stop the bleeding. You got to stop getting yourself into more debt and into more trouble. Revenue has to match expenses, period. The next step is you need to set a steady reduction monthly payment plan. What does that mean? You need to look at your debt and you need to go back to point number one, which was your specific time bound goal, right? When do you want to get out of this debt? So take how many months that is. If it's one year, if it's two years, take the total amount that you're in debt by and then divide one into the other so that you know how much you need to be paying every month in order to reduce that debt every single month. So make sure you're including the interest that you're paying every month in that, which means that every month you have to cover the interest plus more. 
And that will depend on your comfort level, how much you want to go your debt to go down every month. Okay. But this is kind of really related to point number four. I'm just going to repeat point number three, and I'm going to move on to point number four. Point number three is you need a plan of steady reduction of debt every single month that takes into account interest so that you know if you're paying $300 a month for interest, then make sure that you're paying $600 a month to your credit cards, right? So that your debt starts to go down steadily every month. But let's go to point number four. And that is that any new expenses that are not part of your regular monthly expenses, they need to be paid off soon. So let me give you an example. I am about to hop on a flight to go to California to attend a mastermind retreat. I am super excited about it. If you want to hear more about it, follow me on Instagram. I'm going to be posting about it in stories. And uh, if you are a client of mine or if you are inside Get Clients First, I will share with you all the details, all the behind the scene details through my close friend stories. Um, by the way, if you want to become a client, you already know how. Just go to joingetclientsfirst.com. That's how. So... Anyway, I'm about to hop on a plane to, and I already paid for this mastermind. I got myself a roommate to decrease the hotel costs. I already paid for the hotel and I just paid for my flight. All of that money cannot go into my debt indefinitely because if I am paying down my debt at a rate of, you know, $600 a month and I add on to that another $5,000, then I am not going to meet my goal of reducing my debt in the next 12 months. It's not going to happen because I just added all of that expense plus whatever interest comes out of that to the pile. So my original number that I just calculated in step three is not going to work. I'm not getting out of debt at this rate. So it's very important that whatever new expenses I add to that credit card, that I pay it off quickly. If not paying it within the first month, which is what I would advise so you don't incur any interest on it, then you really want to spread it out into two months, into three months, but make sure that you are paying that off quickly so that it doesn't interfere with your steady plan that you just set up beautifully in step three. So let's go back. Let's go back. I'm going to repeat that I'm really not a financial planner. I'm not a financial consultant. But if any of this makes sense to you, please consult a professional that can help you really set this up. Contact your bookkeeper. Make sure that they're helping you with this. But this is really how it's done. It's a very simple several step process. And you can get help in every step of the way. Number one, set your goal. When do you want to get out of debt? When do you want to reach that financial goal that you want? Number two, Stop the bleeding. Make sure that you're not adding to your debt or adding to your expenses every month without the revenue matching it. Number three, you need to set a plan for steady reduction of that debt. And number four, any new expenses, you have to vow to pay them off in one to three months in full, completely in full so that they do not affect your original plan to get out of debt. So I really hope that this is helpful to anybody 
out there. Uh, this is the kind of stuff that I love to talk about because it's really the nitty gritty of being a solopreneur. And this is a reality. Having made six figures in my business does not mean that I make six figures every month. It doesn't mean that I am all set for life and I can just retire. I can retire my husband. It means that the work continues, but we have to really stand up in our power and be very smart about how we invest where we're investing, which circles we want to be a part of that are really going to feed us, which programs we're going to contribute to because we're going to put all of our heart and soul and resources and time into them. And it's really up to us. Nobody's coming to save us. Nobody's coming to take the debt away. Nobody's coming to give us the most viral video ever that is going to solve all of our problems. We have to be smart about how we become CEOs of our mini empire that we're building here. And if you would like to hear more about this, just click subscribe on the Global Phenomenon Podcast because we're going to continue to talk about how to make you a smarter, more resourceful business owner so that your business can finally work for you. And if you're not a member of our Facebook group, you should probably join that right now. Go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook. You can come and ask any questions you have. We constantly have new things going on, but most importantly, we're building a community where coaches can help coaches. In fact, that's the name of the Facebook group. It's called Coaches Helping Coaches. Just click on the link in the show notes to join. It's completely free to come and join this amazing community that we're building over there. And if you become a TG GP Insider, you may get the ability to pitch to this audience. You may be able to turn this audience into your own. Let's all grow it together and become experts in that group together. To learn more about TGP Insider benefits, go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash insider. All of these links are down in the show notes, and I really hope to see you next time inside the Facebook group. Bye.